Hi, you're listening to Chasing Tone with Travis, Max, and Brian. And we're joined today with a very special guest, uh, Mr. Derek Williams of the Jake Owen Band. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> yeah, man, we get a little uh, insight from a, a real deal touring musician, you know. And when I and I'm, I I don't say that with any sarcasm. The real deal. No, I am the yeah. real deal, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's but, unreal. But here's the thing, you could make that argument that that's true, man. You play to twenty thousand plus, pretty much nightly. Am I wrong there? Yeah, it's. It's pretty crazy, man. I'm I'm like a man living a child's dream. <laughs> and by comparison, I, I did something similar to you. I played to 20 people the other day. You know what? If you do that a thousand times, it still counts. That's my thought. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, man, it, it's cool. Like um, some stuff I definitely want to ask about. And I mean, it may not be so much gear related or tone related, but I'd really like to hear about kind of like an average day on the road because i think everybody thinks it's all like well i remember one time we were hanging out and i think it was after a show and everybody thinks it's going to be this huge party but I, if i'm not mistaken we wound up listening to to uh, whitney houston records or something like that <laughs> man you that was... nailed it i mean it, the day starts with uh with some rick astley and ends with whitney houston you know <laughs> Uh, guys, no man, you know we like to have fun. It's yeah. that, that's the hard part about being on the road is that it's fun, but you also could just get lost in that and neglect work. Yeah. Um, so, like for me, typically an average day has been I roll out of bed at like ten thirty, walk into catering and because there's no more breakfast. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I play video games for about the next hour and a half until they put lunch out, and I eat lunch. Uh, and then I'll probably drink a couple beers, uh, do some Facebook, and then play a show. And that's before you know it. It's it's amazing because before you know it, it's like six thirty, and you mm. have to get ready for the show, and you haven't done anything. So I've actually been trying to change that up, like. I just actually made a day sheet for myself okay. uh, for a schedule so that I'm trying to, you know, segment my day and, and make the most out of it, man, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, also you have sound check in there too, right? Normally around three o'clock or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, right now we're headlining. So our sound check is first. It's from two o'clock okay. till whenever Jake Owen stops playing Merle Haggard songs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough gig, man. Yeah. How do you, how do you yeah. handle how do you handle the stresses of Xbox and Whitney Houston <laughs> and beer? I say other. I don't know it's, other than it's show, hard, it's man. That's why I'm getting so many gray hairs. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, going to the to the beer thing. Two interesting stories involving Wampler pedals here with and, and your beer. Um, uh, one being the last time Max was in your presence, I think he drank all your beer. Is that yeah, right? And, and so like Brian helps. Eighteen pack. An eighteen pack, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did have, I did contribute, I contributed a little bit to that. But so. here's here's my favorite thing, and I, I made fun of Brian so much for this one because, <laughs> keep in mind, he had a few beers in him, so he wasn't being mean. But on the way back from the from the show, when walking to the car, he's like, "Those guys drank all my beer," and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, what?" He was like, "Before sound check around two o'clock, I put all my beer in their cooler." On the on the bus, <laughs> you know, right underneath the TV, right. <laughs> and I said, "So wait, so wait, you're mad because you left 
amounts of beer on a tour bus with, let's see, Dave, Myron, Joe, and you, right? Is that who rides on that bus? Yeah. And Robbie. And Robbie. That's yeah. a bad move, man. <laughs> I learned the hard Next way. time, you got to modify. You got to do a mod to the to the beer cooler. You know what I mean? <laughs> Put a lock on that thing, man. <laughs> or like a secret compartment or something. Next yeah. time, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a rolling cooler and just roll it around the entire day with me. <laughs> yeah, you know, time. Then I'll know. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that's also the the show that before we left, you got in the car. You you. You keyed the ignition on, right? And he looks serious as could be. He goes, "Am I sober enough to drink?" <laughs> he meant to say, and then he, and nobody caught it. And Amanda caught it, and she's like, "You mean drive?" And he was like, "That's my answer." <laughs> <laughs> and just for the record, I was just fine. Right, he was just, just fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. It was just a slip of the lip. <laughs> so what's going on fun. with you guys, man? Is is this the Wampler headquarters that I'm? Yeah, at? this is this is Brian's office. Nice. Yeah. Yep. You can't see the stripper pole over there. But... <laughs> yeah, I was kind of looking for That's it. That's mine. That's mine. That's Travis's. That's why I got my last Great. promotion. <laughs> <laughs> my milkshake brings all the points to you. So what is what is a typical day like for you guys? Wake up. Emails. Pop a cold <laughs> one. Lots and lots of emails. Put some chew in. Yeah. <laughs> Fix some trees. Fix some trees. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. My typical day, man, is, you know, if we're talking work-related, it's I'm, I'm fortunate enough to where I work from home a few days of the week. So that's waking up whenever my infant son decides that I should get up, and that's normally around 7 or 6.30. And then I hit emails, which is cool because I get, you know, that, that time to kind of away from everybody else in the hustle and bustle. And then basically just do whatever Brian says. And then he... Uh, changes multiple poopy diapers for the day. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what you got. That's what you got to look forward to, dude. Come on. I yeah. thought I noticed a little residue on that plexi drive you sent out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a blim for yeah, more reason. Yeah, than that's one. what we call it. It's a blim. <laughs> but no, I mean for for Max and I, I think it's. I mean. Pretty much same thing, except I'm here all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I do what Brian says. And I mean, we do, we shoot videos every now and again, and we yeah. bounce off ideas from each other. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, the, the, the truth is, is that, like, a lot of people think that this is all we do all day, is just sit <laughs> right. here, and we're like, hey, we do this <laughs> Yeah, let's play guitar. But, I mean, the truth is, I mean, we, email is a huge part of it. Uh, lots of phone calls come in. I don't have a phone in the office, or in this office. That's why you don't hear it ringing, but it's usually ringing all the time. Uh, which is a good thing. If it's yeah. ringing, that means we're selling me. pedals. Yeah, not for you because <laughs> yeah, you have I to answer, answer all the phones. <laughs> Max is usually answering phone calls. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, man, for a typical day for me, it depends. We have two different places. So, like out at my house, I have this big barn, and that's like where we do our videos. Yeah. That's where I do all the breadboarding. So it's like lined with all different kinds of amps, guitars, kind of scattered, laying around. And uh, if I'm bread and boarding, I'll just be out there basically like, like in this little cave yeah. and just plugging away at a breadboard trying to get a specific sound. Um, if, uh, if I'm not out there, then I'm usually attached to a phone to my ear talking to somebody uh, or it, with a computer open answering email at the same time, looking at Facebook. We spend a lot of time on Skype. Skyping between everybody because like yeah. Jason, the, our, our uh, UK guy, he lives in England, so we, you know, he telecommutes through Skype. 
and uh, basically coming up with new ideas for pedals, new marketing ideas, you know, talking about what's going on that day in the pedal world, we, like following all the forums and stuff. Um, there's a big to-do today that yeah, we'll have to discuss, the, too. So. There's a big thing going on right now with a company that took enclosures from a cheaper company and repainted them and put their name on them and said they were all hand-built. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. Back yeah, up. Yeah. He even took the circuit boards. He took the exact same pedal and then did he goop it? I think he gooped he it. He gooped it, yeah. But he gooped it. I don't think there was like any changes to it. No, no changes. Just, even the screen printing on the PCB. Yeah. It was, it was your pedals? No, no, yeah. no. It was a different company. Not our pedals. Yeah. It was a different company. But yeah. A different company did that. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's easily found on the gear page if you yeah. look for and it. Yeah. And he kind of got caught and he backpedaled a bunch and then he finally came clean. Lost big endorsers and everything. Yeah. yeah. So... That's the, that's the big what's going on in the pedal world today. Well, so. tell tell me about it. Don't be on, <laughs> I, you know, who I, was it? I can't mention we, we any can't, names. We can't. Well, here, hold All on. All right, fine. Zachary I'm going to text Betts. you right now. So, so yeah. So, But anyways, <laughs> it's not the first time it's happened. A couple years ago, there was another company that did something very similar. Was it a big way. company? Huh? Was it a well-known company? Uh, on, yeah. Among boutique guys, it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, huh. You know, they were buying, they were buying, I think, Chinese pedals and then saying that they're all hand built. And basically, they just, you know, change one capacitor, goop, put a bunch of goop on it. You know what that is, right? Uh-huh. That big black stuff looks like someone pooped on your circuit board. That's yeah, cool. it's Travis's mod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, it's my son's mod. <laughs> he, he's so smart. <laughs> yeah, I love wow. Why is it people think they're just assume their kids are smart? It's like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, dude, my seventh month, month old son's so smart. It's like, dude, he still craps himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, that's a little yeah. too early to say, you know, I, I'm sure Hitler was a smart seven month old, you know, and look what happened there. <laughs> yeah. You just compared your child to Hitler indirectly. Yeah, I guess I kind of did. Yeah, he's not going to outlive that, or he's not going to yeah. let that one down, is Yeah, he? probably. The Polish guy in the room goes... <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the Polish guy in the room so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway yeah so um okay so i gotta ask you man you're out there on stage you got the hair thing going so you're looking good you know you are you, you got you, you know you've been doing push-ups so you're looking all buff and you got all these girls in the front row that are like throwing underwear and stuff like that at you what's that like it's a dirty job <laughs> <laughs> the underpants you don't know where those have been it's it's a filthy filthy proposition they usually hose me down after a show you know? <laughs> um but you know in, in, in actuality uh it's it's like really cool to have a bunch of people who are into the show but the front row is 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 always the the fans that come to every show that you get to know and you get to love really so yeah it's it's kind of crazy that's cool so now let me ask are any of those underpants thrown at you are they ever joe's (laughs) (laughs) joe Joe, Joe, Joe don't wear underpants man (laughs) i wish he was here to defend himself he's hilarious man joe wears a jock strap at all times Oh, that's great, yeah. man. Oh, so, I mean, that was, that's obviously a childhood thing that you've wanted to do forever, right? I mean, is it exactly like what you thought it would be? Is it, in what ways is it different than what you envisioned it was going to be? 
I'll be really honest. I mean, you know, this is one of those questions that I could just kind of breeze over and, and say, oh man, life is a fantasy. But, you know, when when I was a 10-year-old kid growing up, you know, I had dreams of, of being a rock star in a rock band. And I grew up in Nashville and I, I did the rock thing and eventually ended up playing country music. And there's a different sort of a structure to uh yeah. the country music band you know i'm in a backing band you know what i mean i'm like not a the side artist band. right yeah 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 uh you know so for me um i'm incredibly thankful to be making like wicked money and and be able to hang out with you guys uh who if i wasn't doing this i'd be idolizing what you guys do <laughs> uh you know what i mean so it's it's got its real serious perks, but at the end of the day, like I said, I'm I'm a grown man living a child's dream. Yeah. Which means when I was a little kid, I thought it'd be really cool to live in bunk beds with eleven of your friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It more turns room. out it's not that awesome. More room for activities. <laughs> uh, so so there's that part of it. Um, it's it's hard it's a challenge to find alone time which i think everybody needs um imagine working oh sorry working with the same group of guys for so many years i mean you've been with the the same members of that band since you started right yeah for like two and a half years for me so the cool thing is i'm sure well the bad thing probably is you know how to get on each other's nerves but i bet you also can read each other as far as like this dude needs to be alone. You know what I mean? This dude needs his time, so I'm going to do something else. So, I mean, that's probably pretty cool, you know, being around those same guys. Yeah, and, and, and oh, back to the perks. The, I mean, yeah. I get to play two 50-watt amps on eight. Um, <laughs> and I, I get to, you know, I'm, I'm living my dream, man. But uh, it, it's like if, if you asked, you know, Bill Gates or anybody like so how's it going is it everything you thought it would be I think that everybody would probably say that's pretty cool (laughs) (laughs) it's it's pretty cool you know Uh, so but man I'm incredibly thankful that uh, there's like like probably every guy listening to this or or watching this podcast can play circles around me Um, so uh, I'm really thankful to uh, to be able to do what I do you know? Yeah, but I mean, we, we both know that playing, I don't know if I'd go as far as to say it, it's secondary, but it goes just as much hand in hand probably with everything else. I mean, number one, uh, you, from the way I've had people describe it to me is you got to be cool enough to be around. You got to be cool enough to, to live with. You know, you got to have reliable gear. You have to, the image doesn't hurt, but it's, everybody thinks that you have to, you know, be muscular and skinny. It's it's not so much that. It's just got to kind look, of. Take... I mean, look at Joe Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, not here to defend himself, but 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 no, you know what I mean. I mean, there, there is a look, but I think th- what everybody tells me is you got to be able to be lived with. You know, that's the big thing. You got to be cool. You gotta you gotta not bug the artist too. I think is a big one. Yeah. Man, I, I tell you, man, you hit the nail on the head. Like. I have this website called that's my gig.com. Mm-hmm. You guys probably know about it. Yeah, I follow um, it, man. It's great. Yeah, so we actually interviewed Brian, but uh, we, you know, part of what I do is uh, career counseling, which is like mm-hmm. career mentoring for people who um, have the passion, have the drive, have the chops, have it all together. Uh, they just don't know what the next steps are. 
And uh, I'll place these people into audition scenarios and I'll recommend them for, for work with regional and national artists. And the biggest thing that I tell them when they go into an audition is you're not so much going in to show the artist how good you can play because most artists don't really know the difference between, you know, Travis and me as far as playing. You're going in for an interview to see how you're going to be as a roommate. Right. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're trying to get a feel for who you are. Yeah. And the, the, the thing I can kind of interject in there too is, you know, I, I've toured on a much smaller level, obviously, but I played with this drummer that on stage, man, we were great together, but off stage, we couldn't stand each other. And that didn't last. I mean, it, and it, the music started to suffer eventually, you know? So, I mean, I can attest to that, man. You got to, you know, and I was the quote unquote artist. Right. So it was time to kind of look for another guy. Once you know? he started throwing drumsticks at you, it was time <laughs> yeah. to go. Yeah. But no, and then that's, so that's cool to know that that's kind of another guy saying, yeah, dude, you just, you got to be cool. You got to be able to hang. So, uh, but no, um, and also you do your career counseling through more through DerekWilliamsGuitar.com than that's my gig.com, right? Yeah. Well, I'm trying to transition that. Okay. We have, uh, uh, so I have my own website, but that's my gig is like a, a career resource site for gig seeking musicians. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, we're trying to like transition that over uh, to be more of our learning center uh, on a on a level that's not about me, but it's it's about us. Right. At the same time, though, man, you got to keep those videos coming. They're hilarious. Oh, they're great. <laughs> they're great. I, I mean, and I know they're probably just iPhone videos, but they're edited, you know, pretty witty. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Keep those coming because I know that part's maybe you know that's that's more about you than say a general you know, but. Make sure you keep those coming, dude. They're funny. Thanks, man. Yeah, the the tour journal videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like uh, one of them was like pooping on the road that's or my something, favorite. right? <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we also have uh, Joe and I, our, our keyboard player. Uh, well, like you said, we do this video series for That's My Gig. And we've gotten on this weird rabbit trail <laughs> deviation where it was supposed to be about like, how to survive on the road and tips for gigging musicians. And now we've created this band called the Black Market Surgeons. Yeah. 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 Your number one hit. Yeah. Kidney Thieves. Kidney right. Thieves. That's right. Well, listen, we're just about to release our number two single. <laughs> yeah. That's, I was talking to him earlier and started to interject because <laughs> I asked him when the album's going to drop. He's like, no, we're working on our number one single. That's already out there. Then we got to get a song that hits number two. That'll be our number two single. Then we'll work on three, and then we'll get a full album, top ten hits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we think a lot of artists are too greedy. They want every single to be a number one single. <laughs> Not us. We want it to be chronological. <laughs> and you know what's great is it's up to the listeners of this podcast to contribute to that to make sure it happens. That's right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the only place that you can get our music right now is on Pirate Bay. <laughs> and you're limited to 47 downloads <laughs> that's it uh, but i did like the video no that's not true you guys have a music video floating out there yes you do for yes yeah check out on youtube kidney thief yeah by the black market surgeons yeah we yeah. were the video with 17 views 
Click on that one. Check it out. Let us know what you think. So the next one we have has Myron. He's our drummer, and he's a he's a really large African American dude. If you didn't notice. <laughs> so the next one we have is called Dentist the Menace. It's about black market dentistry. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so. But thank you guys for checking that out. And I'm really enjoying what you guys are doing with these podcasts, man. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it started out just us kind of, well, literally drinking beer and hanging out and recording. <laughs> basically, basically, we were drinking beer. We are like, you know what? I bet somebody would like this if we just stuck a camera in the room. <laughs> yeah. 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 So pretty ridiculous. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> that's what made Kim Kardashian so big. <laughs> that and her. Never mind. Can I say that? <laughs> I was going to say fast food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Just stick a camera in the room. Anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So, good. No, I, you go ahead. I was just going to ask uh, about the. Uh, that's my gig thing. What, what's. Um, What's like your long-term plans for that? I mean, do you, do you see that building up as a business itself or is that kind of more of a hobby type pursuit or? No, uh, we, we have been developing a site, uh, for about a year. Uh, we've spent tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, we've, we've got, uh, some web developers who have been developing. Uh, I don't want to talk a lot about sort of the, the model and the structure of it, but I'll say this, that, our dream is to be um, a gig resource site that also has a recruitment aspect to it. Oh, wow. For- so, it, And then have a, a learning site aspect of it as well um, called Gig University. So uh, that's something that we're going to roll out in about six weeks, we're hoping. Oh, that's pretty cool. We're, yeah. yeah, we're alpha testing it right now and making sure that uh, all the functions work. Uh you know, because we want it to be a good user experience. Uh, if it doesn't work, then people won't use it. You know? Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, but that's that's the the idea. You know. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, I can't I can't wait to to check that out. Um, one thing we have to hit on, and you you said that you you crank up you know two fifty watt amps. A lot of people want to know about tone and want to know about gear. You know, um, are you are you using the Shaw amps? Is that right? Man, I love I love Shaw's amps. Kevin Shaw uh, has uh, I have the full tilt twenty, the thirty, the the fifty. Um, but right now on the road, I'm using the fifty. Nice, nice. And, yeah. Is that the one you did the uh, the demo video, the real high gaining one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just me just fumbling through some power chords. Yeah. But listen, here's the thing. Tone is not in the ant. It's in the fingers. And so what I do is there's a special technique that I use to get these calluses real nasty and dirty. And then I actually am selling these modified nail files. Uh, they're $50 a piece. Uh, $10 shipping. They're actually just Walmart files that I've gooped on the back. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you, Fantastic. You fit right in line with what everyone else is doing in the boutique world then. Great you know, job. it's it's like our, our other guitar player, Dave, our, our lead guy. He's incredible. And uh, I'm always messed with him because he'll get, a, he'll get a, a pedal and rewire it. And he'll get an amp and rewire it. He, he got that euphoria, uh, that ecstasy drive. Right. And... and and I and he was like, man, I modified mine. 
I'm like, what? <laughs> you did you did what? Oh yeah, he's, he's a huge gear guy. I mean, the first time I met him back when you guys were still playing smaller clubs, and um, I mean, he was like, he knew like all kinds of stuff about amps that a guitar yeah. a guitar player wouldn't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was talking about all these different types of caps that he's done to his amps, and I, I was like, wow, you got a future in building amps <laughs> if the jake owen thing doesn't work out <laughs> yeah but but dave's one of these guys where like uh if you were gonna compare it to something like he'd be a guy who'd walk into ruth's chris steakhouse and like smuggle in his own steak sauce <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he modifies everything well, the thing- and so it, he was it, one day we were sitting around and i was thinking you know what dave have you taken a look at your fingers lately? Because I heard the tone is all in the hands. <laughs> and I st- he started thinking about that, you know? <laughs> so. oh, that's all. Well, the one thing I remember I was talking to, talking to Dave was um, I just made a simple comment, you know? I said, I said man, the, and I think, is he using vintage sound? Is that, the, is that what they're called? Yeah, vintage sound amps. Yeah, and I was like, man, that amp sounded killer. He was like, oh, yeah, man, I went through that, and I changed this, and I changed that, and I changed He basically <laughs> rebuilt the amp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the kind of guy where uh, I actually, that's how I learned about you, Brian, is uh, I started modifying pedals, and I got a hold of your book, and I fell in love with the mods, and then uh, I got a hold of the Plexi Drive. And my favorite mod out of your book was a Boss Blues driver, which I sort of did like a Brent Mason mod, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I mm-hmm. just took it to the next level for myself and tweaked it to my Shaw amp that I was using. And I just thought it was the best sounding pedal. And I still have it. Uh, and then I played a Plexi drive. And at that moment, I threw my hands up in the air and I said... <laughs> Why? What am I wasting my time for? <laughs> you know, modding, trying to trying to chase a tone when this guy, you know, Wampler is just nailed exactly what I'm looking for. And same thing with Shaw. It's like Shaw has nailed just what I'm looking for. ESP guitars, they've nailed just what I'm looking for. So, yeah. as a younger player, I was constantly getting something and tinkering with it and hot riding it to make it mine. Right. And more and more, I don't know if it's just that I'm getting like sort of lazy or whatever but if if i cannot pick up a guitar and it's perfect exactly the way that i want then i just set it down right i can i can totally relate to that i i hate setting up guitars i i uh my main guitar is a don grosh retro classic and i got it in like june of 09 and he set it up obviously when he shipped it to me and that's the last time anything has ever been done to that guitar I mean, what's that? Five years? In five years, I haven't even done a truss rod adjustment. I've changed. Wow. I've changed strings, and it's perfect. So I understand that completely, man. I I hate messing with guitars. Let me see, hey. your, let me see your fingernails. <laughs> yeah, see, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, this is how I modify mine. <laughs> you need you need the bo- the boutique file that did yeah, that's so. my teeth. <laughs> man I'm, I'm with you like if my neck feels a little bit out of alignment uh, before i'll do a trust ride i'll just kind of bend it or something <laughs> yeah. ah! well the thing that's a great thing about esp if you break it you can just call them and be like hey man my guitar broke i have no idea what happened to 
Man, I, you know, the thing, there's this stigma about ESP because, you know, we all grew up looking through Musician's Friend mm-hmm. and seeing... Kurt Hammett and that thing, yeah. Yeah, they're all like pointy yeah. edges and have like tiger stripe and <laughs> yep. neon pickups and stuff. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of clump ESP in with Jackson and Ibanez and Schechter. I think you're and, right. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, the thing is that of all of those brands... Uh, Ibanez makes some really, really neato stuff, like some great high-end stuff. Pat Matheny and a lot of guys use. Mm-hmm. Um, Even the George Benson so stuff. The George Benson. I yeah. mean, those are immense guitars. And and then ESP also uh, has a Ronnie Wood, and you know mm-hmm. they they have some other guys that are playing their their axes that aren't super shred metal guys. And man, they make some of the best axes out there. So I would encourage anybody who has made a judgment about them as a company mm-hmm. to go actually check them out again, you know, see about it. Do they make yeah. Telecasters? <laughs> they Man, a Ronnie Wood has a signature Telecaster. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. I like their, uh, their neck through solid body one cutaway model. You know, I, I, so basically, you know, you know what I'm saying, but they have, they have a model like that. And I think it's actually contoured on the body. The one I played, it was super comfortable. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I I can attest to that, man, cuz you know, I I had a buddy that played them pretty much extensively and I was like, "Man, you, you're not even a shredder." He was like, "You it's not a shredder guitar, dude." So, yeah, man. Um yeah, I mean that to me that kind of wraps up a lot of stuff, man. Um is there anything else that you kind of want to get out there that's something we may not know about a touring musician? Oh man! Well, you know we have pizza every night. I mean, <laughs> beer. There's a pizza party. It, it's like remember when you were a kid and you were in school and they did a fundraiser and the yeah. teacher was like, "Hey, look! If you do this fundraiser and you raise like twenty five hundred dollars, you Your get to school have a pizza gets party. a pizza party." Yeah, I get a pizza party every night. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't gotta raise nothing. <laughs> so, I mean. That and uh, and being able to develop relationships with guys like you, who, like I said, like I, I mean, I, I look, I've looked up to Brian for so many years, and and so well, that's gonna be disappointing. Uh, <laughs> those are the those are the big perks, man. Just friends like you guys and Max drinking all my beer, <laughs> even that. <laughs> getting to hang out with you guys um, is really what makes this job the best. Ah, oh, cool, man. Well, we really appreciate that, and thanks again so much for taking time out of your, out of your schedule and pizza parties and and video gaming, which beer man, drinking, beer drinking, hell raising. No, but seriously, man, thanks for taking the time out to talk to us, and uh, we really appreciate your time, Derek. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. I'll see you around. All right, sounds good, man. So, if you guys have any questions or comments or anything, and and you know, I can't speak. I can't say we'll get everything to Derek, but if there's something that I think is hilarious enough that we need to ask him, shoot it to a podcast at wamplerpedals.com. Or if you have subject for future shows that you'd like to share with us, we'll uh, get to those too. Make sure you check out Ger- uh, G- Garrick. Derek's site <laughs> at that's my gig.com and Derek Williams guitar.com until yeah. they merge. Right. So <laughs> that's right, <yeah>. okay. <laughs> check us out and uh, check us out on social media. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks guys.